Hi, I'm Madison. Hi, I'm Emma, and welcome to Band Practice. We're so glad you're here. Yeah, thanks for coming back for another practice. Um, Today's going to be a really exciting episode. We're doing it for Valentine's Day, so we're doing a relationships episode. It's kind of not your typical, like, cutesy, romantic, uplifting Valentine's Day episode. (laughs) Um, We thought there's enough of those out there, so we're going to do a funny one and remind you that men, if they have anything, they have the audacity, and that's just, that's all they have. Um, So we asked you guys to submit your funniest, worst, most cringy dating stories and we're gonna share some of yours and we also are gonna share um one of our own so Emma do you want to start off absolutely so just some context I feel like I've always been like that funny single friend that just like goes on tons of like (laughs) dating updates um but I'm gonna share just one of them because Madison was also there to witness this experience so essentially Uh, Back in my freshman year of college, I was talking to this guy who I had originally met from Tinder, but ended up being like someone within, I don't know, like the church community. Like we had mutual friends Um, and we had just been like texting back and forth and met up maybe a few times before this event. So this occurrence happened about six months throughout talking. Like this was a grueling talking period just (laughs) nonstop mutually ghosting because I think we both had like severe anxiety and I had never been in an actual relationship before um so it's the summer okay and he asks me to go see a movie and I'm like heck yeah he like picks the movie picks the day I was like wow we're like we're finally getting somewhere this is gonna be good cut to the day that we're like the day of the date and I don't hear from this man (laughs) is nowhere to be found and I waited all day long and I was actually at Madison's house I remember and Mm -hmm. Madison was like okay we need to say something to him like we can't just like let him get away with this yeah I'm not on my watch yeah (laughs) and I was so scared I was like no we really can um so we drafted up a text like basically saying like this wasn't cool like if you like you should have said something if you didn't want to go or whatever never Mm -hmm. heard from him he never responded now, let's go in time one month. Still never heard from again. Heard from him again. And we go to a church. You know, the one he went to. Um, and just to check in. Just to yeah, see, like, are you see. alive? At this point, it had been a month. And, like, the last we heard, you guys were planning a date. And then he just yes. disappeared. Yeah. Uncalled for. Like, completely unacceptable. No explanation. We like, hello? Yeah. So we go to church and we see him. He sees me. Like, we barely even make eye contact. Like, it's not really a thing. And then the next day, um, I get a text from this man that says, hey, what's up? I was in shock. Like, that's, that's what you have to say is what's up, as if nothing happened. And so... Madison and I again we were together and we were like this just we cannot let him get away with this and so we're like "Mm, what happened like you asked me out and then you never like showed up to to figure out this movie date and his response was sorry I fell asleep I (laughs) I hate it so much but it almost makes me like 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 him a little bit just because it's so funny <laughs> I was like how dare you disrespect me like this in such a funny way 
I know at the time it was like so disrespectful, but now looking back, it like just makes me giggle. It's so oh, funny. Oh, it's so funny. And like, of at course, least he wasn't blatantly rude or something. Yeah. He was just like trying to make it funny. Yeah. But like I fell asleep for a month. Okay. Checks out. Bye. Sounds about right. A coma. <laughs> no, literally. You better be at that point. Like, yeah, at that point. I need to see the hospital bill receipts. Um, yeah. But yeah, and it turns out he was with his friend who like told him to text that they thought it was really funny and unfortunately I did end up still dating him and he's my first boyfriend and it's actually horrifying that I would allow someone to do that but yeah I learned that whole relationship we could we could just have a one-hour podcast about it's it it's so embarrassing like think of like your middle school relationship where you're afraid to talk to each other except you're in your 20s yeah and he was older than you wasn't he yes yeah, it was just so all around bad. unacceptable. I need so to, funny. like, sit him down and be like, can you explain that from your point of view? Yeah, like, yeah. all these years later, like, what were you doing? <laughs> Why did you act like that? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That so that's happened. my story. Let me hear yeah. yours, Madison. Um, I'm, like, mentally deciding between two, but I think mm. I'm, I'm going to go with one that relates to yours. <laughs> oh. It's actually her first boyfriend's brother um (laughs) a gasp among the crowd (laughs) a gasp this was like years and years and years prior like maybe five years prior yeah me and my friends were going to that church that they Mm. were a part of and it was my first time going and so he like came up to me and was talking to me and I was thinking he was just being like a welcoming church goer you know like oh hi welcome how are you so I was talking to him or whatever And then I didn't really think anything of it, you know, like everybody's super friendly the first time you go to church. And um, then like, I think it was maybe a week later, he found my social media and DM'd me and was like, hey, it was so nice to meet you the other day. Like, um, we should get coffee or something sometime. And I was like, okay, sure. Again, like just being friendly. Classic, yeah. Like, yeah, like, let's go get coffee. I feel like that's such like a a church thing. Like, let's let's go get coffee and like journal or something. Yeah. So I was like, okay, Bible sure. study. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I didn't really think anything of it. I was, uh, I think 16 at this point. Oh. So very mm-hmm. naive, you know, yeah. just like going along with it. And so we ended up going to get coffee. We met up like a couple days later and we we're maybe like 30 minutes into this coffee date of sorts. <laughs> and I mentioned picking up my friend from school. I was like, oh yeah, like I pick her up and take her home or whatever. And he was like, that's so nice of you. Like that's, that's so generous. Of Wait, you was that go- me? No, no, no. Oh, okay. maybe it was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think it was. I remember you gave, you would give me rides yeah. home from school. Yeah, I used, I used to give you rides home. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I didn't even Full realize circle. that. <laughs> Full circle. And he was like, that's so generous for you to go pick her up from high school. And I was like, yeah, I mean, it's no big deal. Cause like she lives right by me. We're both there anyways. Like it's no skin off my back, you know? <laughs> and he was like, wait, but like, you have to go pick her up. Like, that's so nice. And I was like, I don't have to pick her up. I just take her from school. Like I just... I just bring her home. And he was like, what do you mean? And I was like, we go to the same school. I just take her home. And he was like, wait, how old are you? And I was like, I'm 16. I'm like a sophomore in high school. And I was like, why? How old are you? I fully thought that he was like a high school student. He was like, I forget the age, but 22, 23, something like that. And I will never forget the like pure, just like dead look on his face. He was just like, 
oh my god like I'm a pedophile I'm a predator <laughs> right now completely unintentional like it wasn't his fault but no. I don't know why it didn't cross his mind that I perhaps might be 16 that is so funny it was mortifying and I remember so being so embarrassed too because then you're like sitting there with an older guy and you're like oh yeah. my god I literally am a high school student and then we didn't speak for like years after that like literally after I left like didn't speak and then a couple years later he was like hey I'm sorry that was like really weird like I'm so sorry about that I was like no it was a misunderstanding it's okay that is so funny extremely awkward yeah I remember hearing about that Mm -hmm. and then it's just so funny that years later you ended up having a more absurd situation with his brother the church community is is really something else it's it's smaller than you think yeah Oh, yeah. yeah. Everyone is smooching behind the scenes. Oh, yes. Yeah. We're not really, I mean, I don't want to speak for you, but that was like a different phase in life. And I feel like that it's such a different culture. Like that alone is like an episode. (laughs) Yeah, we definitely should do an episode on that. Yeah, seriously. Perhaps with some of our other friends. Yes. There for all of it. Our church friend group back in the day. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, those are our stories. Thank you for... Uh, listening to us embarrass ourselves a little bit. Um, and now we're going to read your stories. And we read the f- one of them. And just mm-hmm. to like see, and it was shocking. It I, was I think shocking. we're going to have some really, really good stuff to, to read mm-hmm. for you. We read our first one because we just like checked to see. I checked to see if it was working. And then I saw that one and I read it. And then I texted them and I was like, okay, don't read any of them. We need to like get our actual yeah. reactions. Seriously. So this is, yeah, this is our first time seeing them. All right. Well, I'm going to read the first one that I see. Okay. So this one says, I once dated a guy and was devastated over a recent breakup. So I said, I love you the first time we had sex. And he said it back. I blocked him after. <laughs> that, but like you, you started it. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's like a deepest, darkest secret. Yeah. You couldn't waterboard that information. out of me. Yeah. And these are all anonymous. So yeah. Truly didn't hold back. Wow. No. The blocking him after that, that was warranted. Like, I'd probably do Yeah, something. I'd be just, <laughs> honestly, humiliated. I'd try but, to, yeah, wipe it out of my memory, be like, that. Yeah. Uh, that didn't happen. But at least he said it back, you know? <laughs> yeah. Could have been even worse if he was like, um, gotta go. True. I had a friend, an unnamed friend, the other day that had a similar situation. Oh, no. And, um, yeah. It was more of like a a role play situation. He mm. wanted to, yeah, be in love. Oh, as like a little skit, as a bit, is very odd. <laughs> Sometimes I wonder if all men do that, but um, yeah, yeah. Is it, all, is, is it just like a a fun little pranky pranky situation? It really makes you think. Mm-hmm. Our next one is very long. Yes. So a my, novel. Uh, a novel, yeah. And my reading skills out loud, I do sound <laughs> illiterate. So I'll try my best. This story is less funny and more of a humiliating, embarrassing horror dating story, but I think it's worth sharing. This is a story about the time a man with a fat ego made me feel like worthless trash on a first date. So during the lovely COVID pandemic, I was super single and super bored. So I decided to make a hinge and a bumble in which I acquired a couple of pen pals during that time. I love that she said pen pals. Pen pals. <laughs> I wasn't looking for any hookups, which I made clear on my account or anything of that sort. I honestly just wanted someone to talk to because I was bored and was also hopeful that I might get lucky enough to find an actual serious relationship. Anyways, I met this guy who seemed pretty awesome and we texted for a couple of weeks. He was this Christian guy in a worship band. 
jump scare. Oh, uh, trigger. <laughs> had a stable career and it seemed like we shared similar morals and values. As far as looking for something serious on paper, it was exactly what I was looking for. I also want to point out that he wasn't super attractive or my typical type either. I mean, he was cute, but definitely not super hot or drop dead gorgeous or anything. <laughs> but I was more interested in his personality and the fact that he seemed like he wanted the same things in life as I did. I love that. She's, yeah. Yeah. She's down Giving to Giving him the chance. Absolutely. Yeah. Maybe by mistake, though. Let's see. Yeah, right. <laughs> so when restaurants finally started to reopen, we planned a date to Arizona Wilderness and met up. Have you been there? I don't know what that is. I've heard it's a brewery. Yeah. Oh, okay. The sad part is I was super excited about this date. More <laughs> giddy than I'd been in a long time about going on a date, which just adds to the humiliation that was about to come. When I got there, the first encounter, the first awkward encounter was when I went to give him a hug and he sort of dodged me. Yikes. Ooh. <laughs> that sort of set the tone for the rest of the date. Immediately right away, his energy seemed kind of cold and it didn't feel like two people getting to know each other, but rather more like a job interview. Uh Just question after question, like he had some sort of checklist that he was analyzing on his phone, which by the way, he was on his phone majority of the time I was talking, which I found super rude. But this also made the conversation feel forced and unnatural. Yeah, I don't like that. He's like looking Mm -hmm. at his phone. Um, Okay. I'll never forget when he asked me if I was a virgin. I was shocked. (gasps) No. Oh my god. In my personal opinion, it just doesn't feel appropriate for a first date question. Yeah, no Not doubt. At all. Oh my god. Um, but I wasn't gonna lie, so I replied honestly, no. And holy crap, the look of judgment on this prick's face and the awkward silence that followed lives rent-free in my head and still makes me cringe. It's like this whole idea of purity culture that I had always been shoved down my throat all resurfaced, and I immediately felt this sort of childhood trauma and guilt resurface. It honestly gave me PTSD with the way that he judged me. Like the fact that I've had sex made me less of a Christian or like I'm not allowed to have a personal relationship with God because apparently I'm a whore or something. Oh my gosh, you're not. Stop. Uh-uh, but this this just goes along with everything we were just saying. This literally. A little, um, little intro. Mm-hmm. He then also asked me if I've ever done drugs before, which again, this question completely came out of left field. So to be completely honest and transparent, I shared a little bit about my college days when I smoked some weed. But at this point, I hadn't touched weed in years. Also, just to clarify, I still personally don't have anything against weed, and it's just not my personal preference for me anymore. Yeah, I love that. Mm-hmm. Um, I had spent four years really working on my self-growth and changing myself for the better and was very proud of the person I had become. So I took this as an opportunity to kind of share my testimony and all the incredible things I've learned through finding self-love, self-care, positive affirmations, and how I came from a place of attention-seeking and depression to really falling in love with myself and being grateful for the life that I have. I shared how I have no regrets in life because it's impacted who I am today, and I chose to be vulnerable with this man because I'm not ashamed of my past and simply because he asked. Good for you. Mm -hmm. So I chose to be honest, but instead of respecting my honesty and admiring my courage to share a very surface level version of my story, he basically just spent the next couple of minutes completely judging me through his body language and disgusted facial expressions. I finally looked at him and said, look, you asked, and I'm just being honest because I'm not ashamed of who I am. And you clearly wanted to skip the small talk or you wouldn't be hounding me with such deep personal questions right away if you didn't want to have a conversation. So I figured you'd appreciate the transparency. He didn't respond. Other than at one point, it slipped into the conversation that he finds innocence in a girl very attractive. Um, no, 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 no. Jail, no. jail, federal prison I'm immediately. The cops. <laughs> Which I'm assuming he he was implying that I wasn't. 
Anyways, our food came out, and when the server asked if we needed anything, this man with no hesitation asked for the tab. Separate tabs, to clarify. Oh, and a to-go box. No. I immediately got this sick feeling in my stomach and was kind of confused as to why he'd asked that so early, but I tried not to get in my head about it. This guy then paid his half of the tab, boxed up his food, cut me off mid-sentence, and said with the most utmost condescending tone, it was nice meeting you, but clearly we're not really compatible, so I just don't want to waste any more of my time with you today. <gasps> waste any of your time? You wasted oh. all of hers. Oh my god. I'm going to find um, this man. No, literally. Before I could even reply, he grabs his box of food and leaves me sitting at the table all alone with a full plate that I haven't even touched. I was absolutely mortified and completely frozen. I hadn't even paid my half of the tab yet, so I had to just awkwardly sit there and wait for the server to come back. Mm. That's so sad. So sad. And she didn't even do anything wrong. No. Like, there was a younger couple sitting at the table diagonal from me who saw the whole thing happen, and the girl was like, oh, honey, that was so messed up. You did not deserve that. When the server came back, she even tried to offer me a beer on the house because she felt so sorry for me. Although I appreciated the girls supporting girls and how sweet they were to me, I had never wanted to get out of a restaurant faster in my life. By the time I got to my car, I went on my phone to block him and this asshole wasted no time and had already beat me to the block as well. Oh, (gasps) the audacity. Once again, that's all they have. I felt so sick. The one time I tried to be vulnerable and it totally backfired. I felt so stupid, dirty, and worthless. All those feelings I had worked so hard at building myself up and growing away from. Even though I cried the whole drive home, I promised myself I was not going to allow this egotistical jerk to shake my confidence. I got home, did a self-care routine, read some positive affirmations, and as scared as I was to put myself back out there, I got back online and planned my next date with this other guy. And guess what? It all worked out because the next date I went on a couple of days later was with my now fiance. That's so cute. So to that other dude, even though you kind of suck, I wish you the best. No hate in my heart. All positive energy over here. And to the ladies out there, don't ever let a man make you feel less than or make you feel too anxious to try again. Because at the end of the day, their irrelevant opinion doesn't matter. You're just trying your best, so keep hyping yourself up. Wow, that took such a turn. I know. That's a lot to unpack. I mean, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, she may not have hate in her heart, but I sure do. And <laughs> I'd like a full government name. I'd like their tr- his church. I'll, yeah, I'll show I'd up. like his pastors, his bosses. Yeah. Emails. Yeah. Like, how do they get away with this? I don't know. And not. It's like they uh, frame it like they're so holy, like they're doing the right yes. thing. He's like, oh, I'm saving both of our time by just packing up and leaving. It's like, no, Ugh. you're just being an ass. Kind of. Yeah, literally. I wish dating apps had like a section to give reviews because oh my God. this man, need women around the state need to be saved from this man. No, he's he's a predator on the on the streets. He we need sounds, to get him all. Literally, he's lock evil. him in a cage. <laughs> yes, cage him. <laughs> Jeez, I'm so sorry that that happened to you. I'm so glad that you know you found your your happy ending, but that mm-hmm. is just like disgusting behavior, and I just oh, I cannot imagine. Yeah, it also just goes to show like you should never act that way because you never know what somebody else is going through. Like, luckily, this girl was in a place where she'd work so hard to build herself back up to where like that wasn't going to knock her down. But imagine if it was like a couple years ago when she said she was filled with so much shame and guilt and right. stuff that would have like discouraged her from yeah. dating or like trying that again. Or, so far back. Yeah. Ugh. And to think that that guy has probably done that to so many other girls and like made them feel so terrible about themselves when he's just a bad guy, 
you know? Yeah. He's definitely projecting. That's what he's doing. Yes. Yes. I want to know what his his demons are because they must be real bad to be judging women like this. Yeah. It's always a projection. Yes. Especially with with church boys. Mm -hmm. I don't even want to go for that. No, we don't. (laughs) Thank you for sharing your vulnerable story and we love you. I was texting this guy I was going to go on a date with and I asked, what's something you hate? To which he responded with, child labor. And so I said, ew, yeah, the birth process is gross and you poop on the table. And he said, no, I mean like children working in factories and stuff. We never ended up going on a date. (laughs) I too am frightened by the birthing process and child labor. (laughs) That's so funny. (laughs) Okay, started talking to this guy from Tinder. We had mutual friends and went to rival high schools. Ooh, it's juicy. Um, We started off as friends with benefits and eventually had the what are we talk and he said we're dating. I was 18 and naive and didn't know what I was doing. Valentine's Day was approaching, so we planned a trip to visit Chicago for the weekend. Sounds fun. I've never Mm -hmm. been to Chicago. Um, let me preface by saying that he was also just finishing probation where he couldn't drink or smoke for a year until the weekend we went to Chicago. Okay. Red flags are, they're a waving. Um, Mary Jane is legal in Illinois and he had no problem spending $200 at the dispensary. But when it came to anything else, I paid for it. Airfare, hotel, Mm -hmm. every Uber around town, food, et cetera. Please. Oh, please. Wow. Broke boys. Oh, it's frightening. It's scary. He couldn't even offer to go half seas or tick for tack. Is that the term? Tick for tack? Tick for tack. Maybe. I've never said it, but. Me neither, nobody, but I like yeah, that. Tick for tack. The whole trip was a shit show from us going ice skating and him acting a fool, but not the cute kind, to him getting so high he wandered off without me. Okay, oh. what? Mm-hmm. In a city that you're not from? Like I'm scared. Scary. Um, the last night he said he wanted to take me out to dinner because I was so kind to him. Mm. We go to my favorite pizza place in the city and he was so high. He ordered practically the whole menu. A hundred dollars later, he passes out at the table and the waitress said we had to leave. No. I front the bill and call an Uber. No. Mm -mm. Oh my God. I kick him under the table and I say, the Uber's here. As I start to leave the restaurant, I turn and see him downing his beer he ordered. He hadn't had alcohol in a year from probation. I roll my eyes and go outside to see our hotel was in walking distance. I cancel the Uber and he's like, where's the Uber? I pointed that I could see our hotel and he said, it's too cold to walk. I said, I don't care. And then sprint. Eventually, we get back to Texas and I look at tagged photos of him. His girlfriend posted for Valentine's Day saying, wishing we were together this year. He lied and said he had to go out of town for a family funeral. How does it get worse? It keeps getting worse. No, no. This was a turn for the worst. Oh, my God. (laughs) Not the whole girlfriend on Valentine's Day. How are you going to do that? That poor thing. People, people that do stuff like that, it's just like, who has the time? Who has the energy to oh, plan a Valentine's Day with a whole other person? It takes a lot of energy to plan one Valentine's Day, let alone like make up a lie and like probably buy a gift. Actually, probably not from this story, but from you know, this man, yeah, maybe, maybe do something for your girlfriend and then plan a whole out of state trip with some Tinder date. That is really um, a mental illness. No, it must be at this point. Okay, anyways, I'm still not done. 
Oh. I I blocked him on everything only to have him make a fake Instagram a few years later asking to hang out. I said, sorry, I don't hang out with guys that pass out on the table on dates. And he said, oh, okay, sorry to bother you. And that was that. No, I just cannot even begin to understand. No, the fact that he wasn't so humiliated and embarrassed yeah. to like not reach out again. How are you going to just like do all that and then be like, hey, want to hang out? Desperate men are How, how out of touch? Like what is missing in your brain? Literally. Literally. The, there's some sort of injury. Neurological yeah. injury. Yeah. Some screws are loose up there. I'm frightened of this man and what he's capable of. Like, this is a story that you hear and later on he could be like a serial killer. I'm not even kidding. I'm frightened. And Praying for you, girl. <laughs> literally, like, wishing you all the best. <laughs> okay. No, that takes the cake. Like, that's yeah. crazy. Not my, not the next one being like two sentences. <laughs> Wait, I'm, I'll read the next really big one. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> one time I went on a super cringe Tinder date with this guy with a really obvi- obnoxious Minnesota accent. The date was supposed to be short, just like getting ice cream real quick to meet in person, but there was a restaurant next door and he practically forced me into dinner. It wouldn't take no for an answer. And I was al- already super uncomfortable with how pushy he was. Then at dinner, he made me aware that his EpiPen was on him because he was apparently allergic to nuts and wanted to make sure I knew how to use it, just in case, Mm -hmm. and made a joke that if I needed, I can just put it in his butt muscle. (laughs) Uh, I can still hear him saying that, and it makes me cringe so hard. Ew. What? (laughs) Was that, like, supposed to be flirting? I spent the whole night just trying to think of an excuse to get out of the date because he was just so freaking weird. Then after dinner, he refused to let me pay my bill, which we awkwardly fought over for about 10 minutes because it was expensive and I really didn't feel comfortable with him paying when I wasn't into him. At the end of the night, he insisted on walking me to to my car and tried to kiss me to where I dodged his kiss and he ended up kissing my ear. It was so (laughs) awkward. Why have I kind of had an experience like that? No. Ew. I obviously left and blocked him, of course. Obviously. Um, what other logical? <laughs> End of date. But here's the kicker. Later on, I found him on YouTube with the video, How to Get a Girl to Sleep with You. <gasps> There's no way. First of all, he is speaking in a normal American voice, and his v- advice was to fake an accent because chicks love that shit. Not the Minnesota accent, though. Yeah, that's the accent. British, Australian, literally. Like, you could have done an, uh, like at this point Irish, like no, the not Minnesota. Minnesota. Oh, she said, yeah, like bro, you're <laughs> you chose Minnesota as your accent. <laughs> then he advised them to take. Okay, wait, I like can't read. <laughs> <laughs> it's literally giving Liam a show. Then he advised to take them someplace expensive so they feel bad when you pay the whole tab. He also said you should lie about something to pull at their heartstrings and make them feel sympathy for you because then they'll feel more obligated to sleep with you. Then he advised to always try to kiss them at the car so you can, quote unquote, turn them on and get them going so they're ready for the bedroom. I'm going to vomit. Man, I really wish I would have saved that video before he deleted it because flabbergasted isn't even enough to describe my disgust. Also, how hilarious it was to find. What a dumb man. That is so shocking. 
the fact that he was confident enough to be like, these are the steps you need to take. Yeah. And it's just really bad manipulation. Like, you're not even good at manipulating. That's sad. If you're going to be like a, a sleazy scumbag, at least be good at it. Literally. Like, these Don't pull the artists. EpiPen. The fact that his his sympathy act was, a, was being allergic to nuts. Like, grow up. <laughs> grow up. He said, this is my trauma. Uh-huh. This is the you worst thing that's ever happened to me. put in my butt muscle. My glutes. Weirdo. Oh. So weird. This man should not be giving advice to anyone. Ew. I would also love to know. She made it sound like she just like stumbled upon that video, but I'm, I feel like she had to oh, do she go- FBI she had to do a little googling. <laughs> she was curious. <laughs> no way that would be like on her little recommended. Like, <laughs> how, to get, how to get a woman good. to sleep with you or whatever the title was. Oh. Scary. Yucky, yucky. This one is for our uh, Tempe, Arizona girls because mm-hmm. I know exactly what they're talking about. Um, she just said car towed during a date at Pita Jungle on Mill. Roommate had to pick us up. Note to self, don't park as a jack in the box. <laughs> That's like, I think my friend has actually gotten towed from that same parking lot. No. I think it's kind of notorious from that. I bet. Notorious for that. Yeah, that area is just like a little downtown area. So parking is just awful and, you know, checks out. I've never gotten like, towed um, before. Have you? So I got towed in my last apartment complex because they were redoing the parking lot, but they literally just towed it into an open parking space. So nice. <laughs> oh my gosh. I like couldn't so find my car and I was freaking out, but then I just started walking around and I found it. Yeah. They backed that baby wow. in. Yeah. Oh, that's so nice. I've never been towed. It's one of one of my fears because I don't know what the process is. Like I actually don't know what you do. I mean, how do you know like, who, who to call? You- I don't know. They probably like leave a ticket maybe and give you instructions yeah. on what to do, but it's frightening. Okay. So I was seeing someone long distance for a while and he finally came out to visit me and make it official. It happened to be the weekend of a fancy fundraiser event. So we were all dressed up and getting drinks downtown with friends after. As we were leaving, he went to the bathroom. I didn't think much of it um, and we left. Come to find out months down the road in the relationship. He had a nervous tummy that night and sharded his pants on the way to the bathroom and had to throw away his underwear in there. We broke up years later, but he still occasionally sends me memes about pooping your pants. I think everyone has let it go except him. (laughs) Once again, you could not waterboard that out of me. No. Why is he still trying to own it and make it cute? You sharded your pants. Yeah. Let Let it go. Yeah. Never bring it up again. The fact that he like, I guess like if you were in like a relationship but still i would never admit to that to shard especially post breakup like that's not your way to wiggle your way back no be like remember when i pooped my pants (laughs) do you miss me do you miss when i sharded and had to throw away my underwear in public (laughs) (laughs) that is so humiliating to that man yeah if it was a girl girl you do you oh yeah i'd be like you know what that it was a man yeah, <laughs> if I was a man, you're stinky. You are so stinky for that. <sighs> My first Tinder date at U of A took me to this pizza place. I love that there's so many Arizona girls. I know, Arizona girl. Uh, he took me to this pizza place and didn't pay for my $2.50 pizza and had me walk him back to his dorm because it was on the way and gave me a fist bump at the end of it. And then he texted me that I was super cute and we should do that again. Um... The bar is on you the just floor. just with your like, buddies? Yeah, you Are couldn't have tried any less than that. Like, every you you made the wrong choice at every every corner. <laughs> I don't know why, but when I envisioned this, this man is wearing flip-flops. Oh, yeah. I believe yeah. it to be true. 
And he's like dragging his feet a little literally on the floor with the flip flops. I can see it. <laughs> that's the energy I get. Uh, and that's not good shorts, energy. Like board shorts and yes. flip flops. Yep. In Tucson, Arizona. No deodorant. No. Definitely smelly. <laughs> Stinky boy. He hasn't like shaved in a couple days, but he uh-uh. can't grow a beard, so it's just like a little unkempt. I three in one shampoo. Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. If that. If that. If anything at all. When I was in high school, a guy I was seeing got his tickets to the 1975 concert. We're off to a great start. Love that. Mm-hmm. Okay. During Green the flag, song, yeah, absolutely. During the song "Loving Someone," they had rainbow lasers, and it was seriously beautiful in all the fog on stage. Well, I was enjoying it because that was one of my favorite songs. And all of a sudden, the guy I was with said angrily, I'm going to go to the bathroom and stormed out of the concert hall. I got really, I got a really bad feeling from it. So I asked him if he really went to the bathroom during the song. And he said, no, I just couldn't stand their LGBT propaganda. (gasps) I remember being speechless. Little did he know I was queer. Unfortunately, I was young and didn't know how to stand up for myself. So I brushed it off. Now I just think it's hilarious that he got so triggered over some pretty rainbow lights. Oh, not uh, propaganda. No. Like, please. I'm scared. How are you going to – I'm so sorry, but, like, how are you going to be a fan of the 1975 and I was going to behavior? Yeah. No. That's a safe space. Maddie Healy would not approve of you being there. In fact, you should have been kicked out. Yeah. He probably would have slapped you in the face. Literally, he'd spit on your face. <laughs> not me, like, stuttering. <laughs> Trying to be like, he'd spit on your face. <laughs> so angry you can't even get the words literally (laughs) this is not the same at all but it reminded me of my first boyfriend Mm -hmm. um if you listen to last episode you know we were one direction fans and this was when i was peak one direction fan in high school i was dating this boy and um i was about to go to a one direction concert and he cried like sobbed every time it was mentioned anytime i even like posted about harry or like tweeted about him or mentioned him or anything he would start sobbing like I'm not kidding when I say sobbing like sobbing and I was like okay well I don't care because they're coming to town and I'm going to the yeah concert. <laughs> you really can't stop me and um he told me he was like well you're probably gonna like have sex with Harry <laughs> love that he had the confidence in you that you could pull Harry which I, I, know, I do right? believe you could but but also I was like uh 15 so yeah yeah not quite literally me, illegal. Yeah. Quite literally. Wow. I'm, hmm, hmm. Not to unpack there. I'd yeah. love to see a man cry over Harry Styles, though. That's, I know. I wish he had that on video. <laughs> yeah, I should have. I remember one time, no, this is too mean. I can't say it on the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we start name dropping. No, literally. First and last. Middle while we're at it. <laughs> This is our last one, and I can see a little bit of it because it's short, and I can already tell we're ending off with a banger. Um, This one says, I was casually dating this guy, and one night I got super drunk with a friend, and we decided to go over there and have a threesome with him. Again, what what other choice do you have? Absolutely. It's so logical. But my friend was so drunk, she puked all over her bed in the middle of doing it. Oh. Mm. That's, That's bad. That is bad. There's I'm so not- sorry to everyone involved. Yeah, you can't really come back from puking in the bed, unfortunately. No. I wonder, it says she was dating this guy. I wonder if they kept dating after that or if that yeah. was like kind of the end of that era. Yeah, interesting. Yikes. Maybe it's like a trauma bond 
situation. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, you never know. Or like a blackmail situation. Mm, that too. Like, if you do anything else, I'll tell them that you puked, puked in, in bed. the middle of a threesome. Oh, God. <laughs> uh, that is bad. I wish I could say it happens to the best of us, but I just never, never experienced any of that. So Thoughts I have heard of that happening, though. Like oh, okay. throwing yeah. up in the middle of a certain kind of act. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Or even like kissing. Like, yeah. imagine if you were kissing somebody and they threw up. <laughs> um, kill me. Like, actually. Yeah. Just shoot me in the head. Um. <laughs> well, thank you guys for all of your submissions. We yes. kind of got a little bit of everything in that. That was, yeah. there was some ups, some downs. Great some varieties. Plot twists. Yeah. So thank you guys. Definitely follow us on Instagram if you want to be included in future podcasts because I think getting submissions is really funny. So fun. So we'll have some yeah fun topics where you guys can be a part of the episodes. Yeah, this was so fun. So funny. I appreciate all of your vulnerability, even though it is anonymous, I'm sure. Some of these stories were painful to tell, uh-huh. <laughs> but we love you all. And I just hope that there is wonderful beautiful dating stories ahead in your life and that you have a really fun valentine's day i hope everyone has a fun valentine's day if you're single dating talking married divorced perhaps who knows i hope i hope everyone has a good valentine's day or galentine's day anything do something to treat yourself i'm a firm believer in this i am yeah get a fun little treat yeah even if you're alone make a fun little treat go get one Get yourself flowers or plant. Go see a movie. Oh, love to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I hope this episode, if you are single, just reminds you that maybe, maybe that's the best for yeah. now. <laughs> it could be worse. <laughs> You're dodging bullets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, thank you all so much for coming to Brand Practice. We're so glad to have you here. And I guess with that, we'll see you and talk to you next Wednesday. Yep. See you then. Thank you guys. Love you. Love you. Bye.